Hello, bandits, and welcome back to PBP, the Pixel Bandits podcast. I'm your host for this week for version 4.11, and I'm joined, as ever, by the beautiful Arna Dansk and the beardorific PBSF Chaotical. Say anything apart from hello, boys. Am I not beautiful, John? And I think... Like I, I don't feel beautiful today because I've not looked after my beard. So the fact that you've called me beautiful and Rick beardorific, which Rific, could go yeah. in the dictionary, I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. Um, I feel, I feel, I feel torn. I mean, I want to feel beautiful, but I don't. I don't today. Okay, Natalie and Bruglia. Um, well, I, I apologise. Maybe, maybe you're beardorific as well, but uh, it's such a such a long distance across the Pixel Bandit Studio. I can't quite I, see your beard. <laughs> Before we go any further, I'm pretty sure the G in Natalie and Brulia is uh, silent, and I will take that to the. I'll take that to court. I'm pretty confident. I'm that is confident it? on it. I don't. I don't. Because <laughs> okay. I was a, I was a huge fan of her of her work in East in um, EastEnders Neighbours, and um, and her first single release was good. Well, I think that works us quite nicely, actually, into the news uh, with the, with the first one. So uh, we'll, we'll hop in there. as usual. We'll we'll head through the news, uh, the international gaming news, and of course our local gaming news, coined by Steve, as what we've been playing. Uh, we'll move through the conflict zone, uh, catch back over the news again uh, to give you a bit a bit more detail on what's going on in the headlines, and then straight into discussion dangerous, which is a little bit busier this week as our dedicated elite dangerous discussion so with natalie and Bruglia's name on the cards oh. <laughs> we shall head directly into the news in the biggest news of this week the entirety of the gaming industry has been busy saying goodbye to reggie fizami who would be retiring as president and coo of nintendo of america this spring in the last week, Microsoft have announced four new backwards-compatible titles ready to go on Xbox One. Developer Epic Games is suing the organisers of the failed Fortnite Festival. Sony have announced that the PS Vita will soon stop production in Japan, though they have not commented on the future for the handheld console in the West. Bethesda have this week released a 2019 roadmap for Fallout 76, with three large content release planned for the title. Patrick Sutherland, former EA Executive Vice President, has announced the new indie development studio and its first game, Embark. Microsoft have gone above the announced titles and are adding even more to Game Pass before the end of February. After working with Microsoft, Paradox Interactive have announced that they will soon be bringing modding abilities to Xbox One. Valve have announced that they will be retiring the video section of the Steam Store, focusing on gaming and gaming accessory content. French gaming website Jeux Video have claimed to have knowledge from reputable sources that Microsoft may be bringing Game Pass and first-party Microsoft titles to the Nintendo Switch. Black Ops 4 players have rallied against the inclusion of paid loot boxes after the latest Call of Duty entry released without them. In eSports news, the ill-fated Shanghai Dragons have managed to come out on top in at least one game of Overwatch after 42 consecutive losses. Week 7 of the gaming sales charts hit last week and we're pleased as ever to give you the latest standings. In 5th place this week, falling from the lofty heights of 2nd, we have FIFA 19. A new entry in at 4th this week with Jump Force. 
In third, Red Dead Redemption 2 has slipped from the top spot after returning last week. And another new entry as Metro Exodus slams right into second place. And finally, another new entry in first this week as Far Cry New Dawn takes the crown. Lots of shuffly papers. I have a I have a shuffly paper effect that I should really probably uh, really probably start putting in there. Um, People so be of... really alarmed by the the addition of it. I think I might do it at this point. I think it, it has been a while that we've been saying it's going to come. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing is I did put it in for a couple of weeks, and then I was like, "No, I can't be asked with that." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was the news. It was a, it was a fairly busy, uh, fairly busy week in in the news uh, this week, uh, with of course uh, Reggie, good old Reggie. We call him Reggie because uh, nobody's a hundred percent sure how to pass uh, how to pronounce his his last names. Apart from apparently Jen in our Sea of Thieves community, who knows it all very well. We may have to start getting her in as a Nintendo correspondent. Um, so that would bring his back. Ah, oh, Splatoon. We we haven't had. I remember when it was we talked weekly. about Splatoon for ages. We haven't. We're going to have to try Thanks and dig it. something up. Um, so that was the international gaming news. That's what's been going on around the globe. But the local gaming news here in Pixelville or Pixeltopia, I think it actually lists on on SoundCloud, um, is what we've been playing. Now I'm sad to say, Steve, that I have been playing Jurassic World Evolution some more uh, because it is an absolutely brilliant title for me to play in bed. Um, but I have also been on Yonder and Anthem and Apex myself. Uh, what have you chaps been up to? Has there been anything exciting? I assume we're all going to say Anthem this week. Yes, Anthem. Been playing what? that. Uh, yes, no, I've been playing a, a nope. touch of Anthem. Not as much as, as others, and I need to play more. Um, but From what yeah. I understand, Rick, you've been playing a platformer called IKEA today. Yes, um, it's. Uh, I have to say, it's one of those logic puzzles that you, when you get into somewhere, all of a sudden you've got no idea how to get out, and you have to complete several <laughs> goddamn you know demeaning tasks to be able to get through there. Um, the tiniest yeah. of pencils. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I'm not going to do anything like that, Dan. I'll never know. <laughs> I've mainly been playing Apex Anthem after that uh, shorter distraction, but. Um, hmm. Start, I had my first win at Apex just before the cast last week, and I've now won. I've won nine games in this week, so wow. fa- I found my stride, yeah, and um, I'm very much relying on others to carry me at all times. Have you been playing with randoms or people we actually? I've I've, I've had one victory with friends, and the others have all been with randoms, and. <laughs> Two times that one of the, two of those wins, that ran, the random that won, I won it with, probably didn't need me or the other bit of dead weight that he was carrying around. He was ridiculous. <laughs> I think that says less about the enemy and more about your friends. Including myself in that. Yeah. Find the Pixel Bandits clan and community where you too can suck at Apex. Hey, suck at Apex. That's a, that's. I wouldn't say suck. You, you're actually right. That was. It's not just Apex. It's it's most games. I think for me anyway. We're about we're about taking part, and that's the beauty of it. <laughs> exactly. Artisha uh, pays medals as far as the eye can see. <laughs> Rick, what have you what have you been up to? Uh, as I say, a little touch of Anthem. Um, I've I've actually not been playing on Apex much this week. I've spent the majority of my time uh, astroneering. Uh, that has been my main uh, through fair. Um, they're, they're updating it weekly at the minute in time with fixes. They, they they know there's some problems with it, and if you 
uh, do go into multiplayer. If you aren't the host, or if you are the host, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. previously, the people joining into these sessions would have a little bit of lag. Now, with all the weight mm-hmm. seems to be placed on the um, uh, the host server, and uh, yeah, it's 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 a little, uh, it's a little painful at times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that that would be a, a good word for it. Frustrating would be a good word. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still great fun, even if you're running around. Uh, I've been. Uh, uh, working alongside Captain Dank Silver, and uh, we've been having horrendous amounts of fun trying to mine our way to the core of the earth and getting stuck and uh, trying to find various different ways to do things. Uh, but yeah, I all... drove you across a planet at one point, you, and that was did. surprisingly considering I was allowed to drive the space rover, which was a questionable decision. It was great it, it, fun. It was. It was. It worked, though. I mean, that was the thing. It was. It might have been a questionable, uh, questionable decision to to make it at that time, but I reckon it was the the right one for the, that time. Um, Does I mean I can drive in PUBG next time? No. No. Oh. I'm only glad that the vehicles in Apex aren't drivable. To be honest, I'm glad that we have to run past them. I'm glad that everybody's got their own vehicle in Anthem. I get a bit panicky, to be honest, Steve. Even when you're just the drop leader in Apex, because that's technically How many games fine. Have you something. Wouldn't? Uh, I, I haven't won any games at all. <laughs> <laughs> Not even one. I've come. I've come like. I mean, I, I'd uh, say I four of the five, four, or maybe five of the games that I've won. I've not killed anybody. Now that is skill. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it. I'm not in. I'm taking a ninja approach. But... And it is. It is very important to take part and point out. You know where loot is, where enemies are. And you, you can kind of be the spotter. You know, you're not worried about the shooting so much. You're leaving that responsibility to the people who are actually good at the game. And you just spot them and go, look, there's a guy over there. And they, they take care of them. You've done your bit. Everybody's happy. Very true. Be. But yes, that was the local gaming news. Unless you guys have been playing anything else that we need to know about. Um... Just been flexing my uh, thumbs ready for next week for... Well, this week, sorry, viewers, for Stellaris, as Ooh, I will be disappearing yes. down the rabbit hole and yes. building my Galactic Empire. And how do we think it's going to go on a scale of 1 to 10? Not, I mean, obviously we can't review the game, we haven't played it on, on console, but how do you think your efforts are going to go overall? I mean, I've, I'd like to say I've got a fairly good reputation on games like this. It's not driving on PUBG, it's, it's a mm. sim, sim management game, so I think it's going to go really well. And I'm going it's to dominate true, the galaxy. You you have you are decent at the at the sim management stuff. I'm I'm it not is, brilliant. Uh, yeah, it's not bad. I'll but Rick that. Johnville was quite good, wasn't it? Still a work in progress. I mean, I could fire it up now and uh, show everybody. But concentrating, consummate professional. Consummate professional. Absolutely consummate professional. Uh, but I used to be that good at building cities. I could record an entire podcast while building it. So. That's 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 Do debatable, that. but uh, <laughs> we shall <laughs> we shall use use that segue if that's all we've been playing. And I think it is. I can't think of anything else that I've. Oh, uh, oh yes, no anthem and yonder. We will be doing kind of some reviews uh, in a little moment or two after we head into the conflict zone. Now entering the conflict zone. So for those of you who haven't tuned in in a while or if you're entirely new to the Pixel Bandits podcast, the Conflict Zone is where the two guests, uh, guest presenters of the week, go head to head to to find out who is the best or what is the best 
um, out of out of the options we've got. And you know, we're we're putting this uh, we're we're, ans- uh, we're we're asking the the really important questions. Um, you know, stuff like. Well, stuff like this week's question, which I hope you chaps have been planning. So, I'd like you to picture, if you will, you are trapped, chained in a dungeon in a magical sky castle. A magical hand appears in the sky and a disembodied voice offers you one chance for salvation. You must choose one saviour to risk the trials, brave the odds and rescue you. Sadly, the disembodied god also has a bit of a mean streak. So... Which video gaming villain, and only villains, would you most trust to defeat your captors and bring you home safely without robbing you and leaving you for dead on the side of the road? Well. (sighs) Now you see, not a fan of the villains myself, so... I don't think anybody's meant to be, that's the point. That that, that is kind of the point. Um, But but which one of them would would you, do you think could, would be able to... So it's a question... Are they the most badass, or are they the ones that are the most resourceful? Well, they've got to be—they've got to be badass. They've got to be resourceful, and they've got to be kind of probably quite trustworthy. I mean, that limits it right there. I mean, it's really easy to choose like a hero. You could choose a decent hero. You could choose Solid Snake, or you could choose—I don't know—Dante or Forty Seven or Master Chief. It's quite easy because there aren't many drawbacks to them. But villains are tough. I think this is going to be a particularly tough one. Hmm. So I've I've been thinking about this for it's approximately two minutes, and I think I'm going to go first for a change because I don't often go first. I sort of sit there at the back and then swing something out of left field. I think that what what you really need is you need a villain that can call upon many different types of minions as part and that's his thing so you're looking for someone who leads either an army or a, a swathe of troops so I'm going to go with Ganondorf from Zelda at the Arena of Time okay yeah he's, because he he's has everything yeah. and he also has the ability to present himself in two boss battles not just one two so good survivability he shows that he's got he's versatile he's got survivability and if he if he could inflict the water temple and its minions on whoever was hounding me he would be it would be the, they'd give up they'd, they'd give up that's it and I suppose he hasn't he hasn't um, he hasn't come across that he's too tricksy you could probably like you wouldn't want to you know but if you've got to you could probably rely on him absolutely Hmm. I haven't I figured out choice, what... But I'll tell you that after Rick's, uh, after Rick's gone. I'll go back up. Okay. Okay. So, okay, I mean, I, I, I've, I've had, you know, about two more minutes than, than Steve's had to think about this one. <laughs> um, and, and while he was going through about the Ocarina of Time as somebody that, you know, could, you know, have minions, could be able to hold his own and be, you know, fairly trustworthy when it comes down to those ones. Um, this... Villain has always stuck to his word. He's always aimed straight down the line and, and 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 aimed for what he wanted to do. He's got the ability to to conjure minions. He has the ability to to hold his own. I, and I think to challenge your ocarina of time, Gallandorf, Sephiroth. Ooh, indeed, the ability to conjure people that can help battle. The ability to basically destroy everything within. A large, large place. 
he's always gone for what he was meaning to to aim to do within the Final Fantasy series. He might not have achieved it because he's been put off by by Cloud. But I think as as a, a a member of the bad guys who I'd like to come after me, who I think would be able to hold his own against uh, an enumerous army, it would be Sephiroth. These are both these are both very good answers, uh, and I love them both. Um, hmm. They're both. Oh, well, John's thinking. Mm, my backup oh, plan. Was, oh yeah, um, okay, well, absolutely. I'll I'll have a think about it, and you uh, you you shoot my, through that. My backup plan was the um, the Tempest Queen from Gears of War Three, because okay. I still don't know how I beat that. I've no idea how I won that that fight. That that yeah, was that an was a... awful boss. That it was, was incredibly difficult and ha- also has a huge, ridiculous army to call upon mm. of many, many huge, horrible things. When it's a, it's a difficult one to actually try and think of. But I don't know if John's played Gears of War 3, so I didn't want to risk it. I have. Of course I've played Gears of War 3. I've played all of it. Well, certainly all of the first, like... The original trilogy. Yeah, mm. yeah, the originals I've, I've gone through. I haven't... I dropped off a bit after that, but um, four, four's all right. But um, nothing special. This is this is a, it's a tough one to judge because um, they are both good answers. Um, he 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 is good, and I I do get that he has a lot of minions. Um, but I think Ganondorf's coming in a close second for me this week. Um, Sephiroth. Number one, he has a massive sword. Like, it is huge. It is pretty huge. It's, That's just Ganondorf. It's massive. But while while Ganondorf has, you know, he has his minions, the people that Sephiroth can call to a battle, if, he, if he's using, you know, the same kind of materia that Cloud would be using, which we kind of have to presume he is, then, you know, he, he can bring in things that are <clears throat> not minions. They're ma- manions? I don't know. What's the... What's a big minion that you still control? I don't know if there's a word for it. But, you know, you've got uh, all of the summons there. Um, and I, I think he, do, he does have a bit of a mental wobble, does Sephiroth. But I reckon he's over that now. And he is very good at planning. Mm-hmm. Ganon, Ganondorf's all right at planning. He, he is okay. I mean, he but, did take over the entirety of Hyrule and ran it for, mm-hmm. for almost 20 years. He did. And then who stopped him? A little elf boy. A yeah. little elf boy. Did the little elf boy get formal military training? Nope. He, he was trained he's, by he's, a tree. He was trained by a tree, and he was he was smashing smashing pots. Whereas I can understand that Sephiroth gets defeated by a highly trained, genetically engineered soldier. That's what it took to defeat Sephiroth. Hmm. I mean, it did take break defying the laws of physics to to beat Ganondorf by playing an ocarina and going backwards in time. Yeah, but it was still a little elf boy, not a genetically engineered super soldier. Do you fancy your chances against that little elf boy? I reckon I could take him in a fight, yeah. I mean, you're possibly taller than him as well. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Steve. I'm sorry. You put forward a, a damn good argument this week. But this but week, then followed uh, with personal attacks. Officially. 12-hour <laughs> meet. Officially the best person, the best villain to come and rescue you from the clutches of I'm not going to say evil because obviously the villains are generally fairly evil but nefarious clutches is Sephiroth well done Rick you win this week thank you 
Thank you very much. I, I didn't in any which way, shape, or form play on your Final Fantasy ad- addiction. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I that that might have played a part in it, but might Final Fantasy is amazing. Tactically safe, you've got to think tactically on your feet as well. <laughs> and I mean, Final Fantasy Nine is available on Xbox One at the moment. There, handy link. I, nice, nice. I wouldn't have been able to pull, pull on that resource having very limited knowledge of what the f- happens in oh, what the fluff happens in any Final <laughs> Fantasy game. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is amazing, and Steve needs to uh, to get back on it. But we'll uh, we'll close the doors on the conflict zone and get back to going over that news. In fact, in fact, pulling it back slightly just before we we head through kind of a bit more detail about the news um, anthem. Now I don't think we've been playing it. For quite long enough now we only got code through on release so i don't think we've been playing it to give it a full review as yet but a preliminary preview how are you guys finding it at the moment it's good fun yeah genuinely enjoying it i've only i've only played with with um a group uh of the, yeah. the two occasions that i've played missions and i i don't really understand the story as to what's going on yet i could probably do with messing about with the uh the NPCs for um, uh, an hour or so, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I, no, it's it's stunningly beautiful. Uh, the graphics yeah. are, are, are glorious. Uh, the gameplay is a lot of fun. Um, at the minute, it's a lot of fun. I could see if it's doing the same old things over and over and over again with the same old bosses. If it gets yeah, changed up and mixed around, then you know, then it's going to be hilarious. But I, I, I don't know what the grind's going to be like yet. And you know that, that that you can only find out by playing with time. But so far, mm. um, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, really yeah, enjoying the Colossus. I am at, at the moment. I'm kind of I've had a few lag rubber banding issues when playing um, mm-hmm. when playing with others, and I've had I've had a few games with a few randoms. But I've done a lot of it just on my own, and it you know it's been fairly solid there, and I've quite enjoyed it. I'm kind of struggling to see. You know, it's not perfect, but I can't see why it's been marked down solo. And as you've said, the um, the visuals in it are, are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as well, something that kind of sometimes gets overlooked in gaming as well, but the voice acting is absolutely superb. Um, Steve, what, so, what are you making of it? Well, I think it's... I think the voice acting is um, some of the best voice acting I've seen in a long time, and especially you've, with the... You've seen the it. I've seen a lot of interesting um voice capture not voice capture face capture stuff going on there because the the animations of the faces are incredible especially your assistant is it owen he he's um he's particularly very well done um the gameplay is really solid um it's definitely better when you're when you're squatted up with people because of the teeing each other up and priming combos and whatnot I, I'm trying to not think too much about the grind as much as a unfortunate, very seasoned Destiny player. I'm trying to not focus on spending hours grinding loot for nothing, and just enjoy the core experience. And the core experience is solid. It is mm. visually stunning. It's smooth. It did have server issues on release day. But again, par for the course, really, on this sort of game. It's all Saturday, Sunday gaming, absolutely. Perfect. The service was wonderful. Nothing drops. No lag. Um, it loses frames a bit when there's four of you doing ridiculous combos, but 
I, I can live with that. It's not a huge mm. issue for me. For me, yeah. at the minute, it's floating firmly around sort of eight and a half, nine. But I, I think it's one of those games where review in progress, as Rick said. Let's see what the mission types are because yeah. I think it hopes to tie. I, I think it's hoping to tie simplistic mission types with solid multiplayer and good narrative. Let's crossed. let's see. Yeah, it, well, it, it well, is very yeah. very much kind of a work in progress. Um, I, I wouldn't like to say we've got far enough in it at the moment to to give it a full review. Um, but yeah, um, solidly okay so far. Um, one other one that we did get through and we've got a review out at the moment is Yonder, the Cloud Catcher Chronicles. Um, it's a very 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 laid back title. Um, there there isn't. Uh, any danger in there there's no enemies um there's not even kind of a, a, an attack button um it's just kind of um it's like somebody got zelda in kind of the visuals and and the running around and if they just stripped all of the combat and stuff out of it uh, and just mixed it in with some harvest moon um so we have got a, a full review out for it at the moment uh, it's up on facebook it's up on uh, youtube um and we gave it 9 out of 10. It is very, very, very relaxing and perfectly suited for the younger generation as well. If you've got any kids that, um, that like just running around and stuff, <clears throat> and obviously there's a lot of crafting in it, there's fishing, there's farming, and all of the sorts of stuff that you'd expect with uh, something in the genre. Um, I think that's everything there wrapped up, so we'll, we'll go back and we'll take a look again through this news, because we did get a few big stories in there, and we can drill down through those in a little more detail. So the first item was that, yeah, unfortunately, much to the uh, the dismay of not just Nintendo fans, but um, kind of the whole of the gaming industry, Reggie fils has uh, announced that he'll be retiring as president, as the chief operating officer of Nintendo of America this spring. Um, now he's been he's been working as as the president for. Um, about 12 or 13 years now he, he got the job uh, in 2006 uh, in may 2006 so whether he's going to end up leaving in may as well is to be seen but um before that he, he did about three years um and he was the ex the executive vice president the executive vice president of sales and marketing for them uh, so most people know him from his e3 uh, e3 briefings um, Nintendo Direct streams he was on all the time um, and he said that Nintendo owns part of his heart forever it's not game over for him but instead leveling up uh, to spend more time with his wife family and friends and God knows that he's uh, deserved it um, in a very fortuitous <laughs> turn of events which the whole of the internet is loving <clears throat> um, he's going to be uh, replaced if you could ever replace Reggie by the the current senior vice president of sales and marketing um and that is a chap by the name of doug bowser i mean yeah. you, couldn't script, you couldn't script it could you that is serious his name is doug bowser bowser has taken over nintendo uh the whole internet is loving it and doug bowser himself is loving it one of the pictures that he put up recently was um a little thing he was holding up a whiteboard saying thanks for the warm welcome but behind him tied up together <laughs> with a controller cable uh, is Mario and Luigi up on a shelf bound and almost gagged um, so everybody's having a lot of fun with it but I think he's risen to the occasion 
uh, terrifically. It, whether he'll last like 12 years or so, like like Reggie's done, is yet to be seen. But um, he certainly started in good spirits anyway. Um, Rick, Microsoft have added some new backwards compatible titles. Could you tell us a bit more about what's coming? Probably, yes. Uh, they've added in uh, Lost Planet, uh, Lost Planet 2, uh, Lost Planet 3, and the Resident Evil Code for Get X. So all from Capcom. Um, but obviously, what was it, the last Lost Planet, Lost Planet 3, was back in 2013. And the franchise is about 12 years old or something around that now. Um but also, you can get the gold edition of Lost Planet 1, uh, which is Colonies uh, as well, on Backwards Compatible 2. Champion. So, I don't know why they went in with so much Capcom love and so much Lost Planet love. The first one was brilliant. The second and third were kind of okay. The first one I really, really enjoyed. Mm. Um, Steve. Try to remember it now. Is that the one uh, where things glowed as you shot them and then blew yeah. up? Yeah, they, yeah, they did enough, blow yeah. and it was freezing cold. And while you were out there, you had this kind of heat level that slowly went down. And if you picked up those glowing bits that came from the inside of animals, they warmed you up a bit. Mm, um, I remember so you, it had well, yeah. to, you had to kill and collect them. Um, I mean, obviously very good news that stuff's coming to backwards compatibility because we love a bit of backwards compatibility. Bad news, Steve. You get the lawsuits. What's going on? Um, the, so, as we as we love a Fortnite story, uh, and, and we do, uh, listeners, we do. So, for, um, a a company started organised a Fortnite Live in the UK city of Norwich, and it was met with a universal, universally negative reception. Uh, they well, so what the, the organiser had done is they'd um, they had organised a few in, in poor quality tracks and attractions, just climbing walls and archery. And um, charged charged punters between twelve and thirty two pounds a ticket. Um, they, uh, they they used Fortnite branding, including character likenesses, and none of the intellectual property was licensed for use for that. So obviously that's that's a big that's a big no no, and there's no doubt no doubt going to cause them a lot of grief afterwards. And the organisers now stated it has had to cease all trading activities immediately, and will apparently cancel all other previously planned Fortnite live events. Um, it's, so, yeah, this is, well... I believe the phrase is oops. Get your copyright right. <laughs> yeah, oops, get indeed. Get your copyright right. Well, I... We're always keen to make sure we get that right. So uh, here's, here's the reason why you do that. I think it would, be, it would have helped. I don't think Epic would have come down on them so hard but it, if it had actually been in any way any good. Um, yeah. <laughs> But it was awful, and it was panned by like everybody who went. Like you could, you could play Fortnite there. That was the biggest (laughs) kind of link that it actually had to Fortnite was that you could play it there. But it was, it was horrifically bad. Looking at the pictures Uh, and charging up to thirty-two pound to go to it is a bit, a bit mad, a little bit mad. Um, yeah, and to add on to that as well, um, as well as having to cease all trading activities, uh, the company, which is Exciting Games, uh, has uh, has gone into liquidation. Um, wow. Well, there you go, kids. That's why yeah, you don't do that. That's what happens when you run a rubbish event and you take branding from a fair... I, I think we can, you know, whatever we feel about Fortnite, however we feel if it's bad or good, I think we can agree that it's probably one of the biggest games at the moment. Um, especially with the younger generation. Uh, a bit of an odd one. They went out on a limb. Um, 
and the limb fell off and they dropped. It's like Fire Festival, but for Fortnite. Um, so Sony did announce that the PS Vita is going to stop production in Japan. Um, this is following on from, from last year, around halfway through the year. Um, physical Vita games were actually discontinued in the, in the West, in the US and in Europe. Um, Jim Ryan said back way back in 2017 um, that the Vita was, in quotes, not an active line outside of Japan. Um, and that was he was he was head of PlayStation in Europe at the time. So kind of have to think that he knows what he's talking about there. Um, so it launched in Japan, the actual console itself, in late 2011. And then it released everywhere else in uh, 2012. Um, it was a critical success. However, um, commercially, it has struggled quite badly. Um, and as early as March 2016, Sony said that their, their focus had shifted elsewhere. So probably not quite supported brilliantly either. Um, I did own a, one of the old PSPs, one of the like 1001 um serial number ones <clears throat> back way back when years and years ago they're really good kind of when when you were going out somewhere if you went on holiday or something it was a brilliant little thing to take with you but i just never used them anywhere else um rick bethesda and their roadmaps uh is there anything yes. good coming what can you tell us well uh they on their hundredth day since release if i remember correctly now so from march the 12th uh, it will be getting its uh, Wild Appalachia expansion, which gives you two new quests and a new game mode. Um, there's going to be some new stories in the new quests. There's going to be uh, one that's focusing on mythical monsters. Uh, that one's Sheer Terror. And there's Ever Upwards as well, which uh, uh, you get to join the Pioneer Scouts and uh, get merit badges for those guys. Uh, the new game mode is uh, like a high-stakes PvP variation of the adventure mode called Survival. And as well as that, you've got some new features coming into Wild Appalachia. So you can, uh, you'll now be able to exchange any unwanted legendary gear for new legendaries. And as well as that, you can also set up your own store so you can sell those things on to, um, I don't know, friends or other players, anybody in the session that's going through. And... Uh, Nuka Shine as well. You can make your own Nuka Shine. So uh, you can set up your still and blow something up. Um, from summer uh, 2019, uh, then there's going to be the Nuclear Winter. Uh, so another game mode which has got no information about it. And of course features to be named at a later date too. And uh, a new prestige system will be coming. Uh, so anybody who's level 50 uh, will be able to pursue, go through for a new status and unlock more abilities as well hopefully more powerful and better and bigger and more booms and everything like that and um yeah raids are coming in they're going to unlock a couple of uh, a couple of the uh vaults that are going through going to be coming through so you'll be able to go on uh raids uh with your fellow vault mates and in the autumn uh, it'll be its final content drop for the year, which has just been titled Wastelanders at the moment in time. Uh, that one apparently is going to have new main quest head, uh, new main quest lines, uh, new factions, uh, events, features, everything. You shake a stick and it will probably drop something else to you. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it's going to be uh, quite a fun set of updates to come through if the game is working. 
appropriately. I don't know if it is. Played it still. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, it's uh, an awful lot of stuff, which is quite good. And I know there were a lot of troubles <laughs> when it released. Um, but hopefully. Some of that uh, stuff does make it tempting. Just. I mean, about it, it does still to have. Pick it up again. You know, it's not it's not a huge number, but the the people who are playing it are enjoying what they play. So hopefully, this can bring um, bring a few more people back in, which would be quite good. Um, now, Steve, you were mentioning on, we're back on names again. I'm not 100 percent if it's Soderland or Soderland, um, but the former EA uh, executive vice president um, is is launching an uh, indie development studio and a game. What's going on there? Well, yeah, so uh, Patrick Soderland, as I'm going to call him, and um, as a listener, I'm sure he'll regularly he'll tell me that I'm wrong. Um, so Soderland, Soderland left EA in August. He has he, so, so his role at EA was a, it was a key role in the company's development of the Battlefield and Star Wars Battlefront franchises, including the latest Battlefield 5 and Battlefront 2. And he is bringing this new game, Embark Out, which will be a cooperative free-to-play action game set in a distant future. And they say that a lot about a lot of this game will change and evolve as we progress. So it suggests to me that suggests an MMO. Um, it's going to be it's going to be overcoming seemingly impossible odds by working together as a team, and they're going to be using the Unreal Engine to develop the game. So I think we are looking at some sort of sci-fi MMO, which I know tickles all of the taste buds in the Pixelmatics offices. So mm. will we will keep. We'll keep our fingers on the pulse on this one this could be a interesting game yeah liking the sound of it liking the sound of it different it'll be um well good hopefully i mean he knows what he's doing we've enjoyed battlefield uh battlefield 5 i think it's safe to say and mm-hmm. i've definitely enjoyed battlefront 2 uh certainly as a game and well like all ea games it is visually <clears throat> brilliant um, so, I mean, that kind of thing obviously might be a, a bit more work for an indie development studio, but definitely looking forward to seeing um, what comes out of it. Um, Microsoft, if we can go back to those uh, for a moment, have um, gone above the number of titles they said they were going to um, add to Game Pass. So, obviously, previously this month, um, Crackdown 3 came out, and that went straight on there on release. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Pumped BMX Pro and De Blob. Uh, were all added to Game Pass. Um, February 21st, just gone, they uh, they added Headlander, which is kind of Metroidvania title, and also Epic Mickey, The Power of Two. Um, and there's also Batman Return to Arkham, which is remasters of the first two Arkham games. I love the Batman games. Uh, and the second season of The Walking Dead will be here, uh, and Alien Isolation as well. So there's a lot. If you've got Game Pass, you've got to be pretty happy with that. Um an awful lot coming to Game Pass, an awful lot. Um, if we can go back, uh, again, a bit more Microsoft news, actually. Uh, Rick modding an Xbox One and uh, the, the wonderful, pokes, wonderful folks at Paradox. What's going on there? So, yeah, uh, as of the 20th of February, uh, you'll be able to uh, download and play any mods uh, on Xbox, well, on, on any Microsoft console uh, from Paradox Interactive. Uh, any mod creators, you can obviously then distribute your mods uh, through uh, all platforms, so PC, Xbox, uh, with one up da- uh, upload, so saving you time there. 
Um, you can get them through the Paradox Launcher. Uh, the first game to receive the mods is going to be Surviving Mars. Obviously, we rate that 8 out of 10 when we received that. Still love that game. That's a good one that I need to get back into. Again, so many games, so few time. Um, there will be 30 mods uh, available at the start. Uh, and additionally, um, you can also now use mouse and keyboard with uh, par uh, several Paradox titles. I don't know if all of them have gone through to mouse and keyboard yet. But I know that um, Survivor Mars has uh, uh, got keyboard access. Which yeah, it's just... Coming alongside this, hasn't it? Which is always good. Mm. I, I'm not. I'm more of a controller person uh, myself, but I, li I like any options. Um, any any options which help more people play, more people enjoy, have got to be good. Mm -hmm. um, now, Steve, Valve going. You know, I'm not going to say this is in direct relation to the fact that Steam seems to be losing stuff and the Epic Game Store seems to be gaining stuff. Um, but they uh, they are retiring the video section of the Steam Store. Any particular reason? Uh, so they've said that in reviewing what Steam users actually watch, it has become clear we should focus on uh, our effort on offering content that is either directly related to gaming or as accessory content for games or software sold on Steam. Um, so they they were retiring a number of non-gaming videos and will no and they, which will no longer be available. However, you will be able to keep any videos you've already purchased. Well, good news. There you go. Good news. At least you can keep them. Um, it's much much like actually um, UV Ultraviolet uh, mm. are doing something quite similar. Used to be, uh, used to get them all the time. That if you bought a Blu-ray, then you'd get a digital copy of it along with it. Uh, and they're stopping doing that, but you can keep all the videos you've. <clears throat> you've already got which is good because i've got a fair a fair number of those including all of the james bonds uh so i can't lose mm. them um one thing which again i think it's important for us to point out is um rumor is it's not being confirmed um in fact it's not being confirmed or denied um by either microsoft or nintendo at the time of recording at least um so this french website je video um, have said that they have reliable sources. Of course, everybody always says that. Um, that Microsoft might be bringing Game Pass and first-party titles to the mm. Switch. Um, so Gamatsu claims to have information that Ori in the Blind Forest has popped up in databases, um, indicating a Switch release, uh, possibly in collaboration with THQ Nordic. Um, but Jeu Video claims that games, you know, the kind of <clears throat> Gears of War, Halo, or Forza franchises are also being considered uh, for Switch release as well. As well as Game Pass, which is offering, well, as we heard earlier, I mean, there's more than 100 games in there. They're adding more all the time. Um, now, we know, of course, that Xbox Live is going over to Nintendo Switch, whether that's paving the way or not, or what's going on. It would be a, a, a very odd thing to have Microsoft games on a switch um but it's a very it's a very odd time in the gaming world you never really know what's going to happen so that's going to be um mm. it's going to be an, an odd one to look out for um now black ops 4 it released without loot boxes and they have just started including paid loot boxes um rick not only that, i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you politely to try not to swear <laughs> Okay. I understand so, that it might not be possible, so I have got I'm the going to give it a good go. standby. I'm, I'm going to give it a good go. Just, but, tr just try your best. I am feeling you. I am feeling yeah, you. I'm sorry I, this one's come down to you. That's, that's all right. I'll be good. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, Battlefield 4, not only have they now brought in uh, loot boxes, uh, they've also got rid of the single-player campaign altogether. Um, from a previous interview, uh, David Vonderhaar, uh, he said that, um, uh, that all the characters would be locked behind missions and quests, not money. Uh, he replied to the old post on Reddit and explained that at the time the interview was uh, done. Uh, that was true, but that now things change along the way. Not all of them are design, design decisions. So, obviously, he's trying to pass the buck there as to who's brought the decision to bring these ones in, but he's saying it's not Treyarch. Um, what is it? And uh, one ninety nine per box or 200 COD points uh, or a, for a loot box or a reserve crate uh, as it's been called by Treyarch. Uh, the crates uh, do include three different items so you can get weapon camos, war paints, outfits uh, but the players have also been seen that they can drop new signature weapons now. So obviously if you pay them for them you're going to get ex extra weapons that other people don't do. That's That's what grinds my gears, and I'm trying to be very good about this in a minute. Time, yeah, no, you're you're, you're holding it together well. Yeah. I think I think we can all all agree that loot boxes and stuff for cosmetic only items. Yeah. I don't think we've mm -hmm. got much of a problem with. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing when you've come through and you've seen that EA have been with with Apex. Uh, one, they they publish the exact numbers that you're going to receive for your weapons, you know, your chances of getting something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that uh, every, uh, what is it, every 30 boxes or something, you're guaranteed to get a, a legendary item. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, spot on. It's every every 30. If you Basically, yeah. if you don't get one by chance within 30... So you're going to give you one anyway. Much. So, um, from those, uh, the other one as well is, if you have an item, it will never be repeated in the drops that you get coming through on Apex. With... Yeah. With with COD, they'll, they'll allow repeated drops, which I think is a bit, bit pants really. Almost lost it there. Yeah, especially if you if you're paying for it, if you're paying two, yeah. two quid or something for it, and you then just... I want to make sure I'm not going to duplicate anything that's coming through because um, otherwise, no, 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 I was about to let go. Um, but you can obviously you can get these in a few different ways through multiplayer blackout modes. Those will only include a single item. And then for every two hours of playtime, you can earn another one. It's a $60 title that offers a $50 season pass. And they're now asking you to pump more money into it. To, to, I'm so glad I've, I've not bought or played a COD. And this is just the, the nail in the coffin for me. I will never touch Call of Duty again. Uh, uh, sorry, but no. It's, like, people have a go at EA. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to say that EA are angels. And they did make some bad decisions, some bad decisions when it, when it came to Battlefront 2. But they've rectified those decisions. I mean, this is the thing, okay? Yes, they brought uh, loot boxes in. Yes, they can still make money off buying skins or, or, or whatever's going through for those now. But they have taken out um, loot boxes from uh, um, many of their games, which which include a pay-to-win item. So, you know, you're going to get a better weapon than somebody or uh, It's going to give you... Uh, magical ability to do something that nobody else can do. I don't know, whatever it's going to be. Um, they've taken those out of other games and now gone back to the cosmetic side of things. We've always been for. If you want to make your guy look 
go look for something different, by all means, go spend that money on it. But don't make it pay to win. Pay to win can, can yeah, just get out of it. And if it's going to be a... Con- You've set me off now. I, I can hear him struggling. Not to swear. That was amazing. So, that. I'm so trying not to swear right pay now. Pay to win can go... And you yeah. Say, you, wow. I'm, I'm Rick, being good. I'm being Rick, very do you good. Wanna, do you want to have one? If you want to just get one and get it out of your system, I've got the beat machine ready and I think That's you deserve fine. it. It's all right. I'm, 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 I'm doing. I'm doing all right. But yeah, yeah. No, he's muttering. He's muttering now. Yeah, I'm trying. Trying not. To, I'm trying not to. But yeah, no. I'm sorry, but no, no. I, I'd quite happily play yeah. EA games over this kind of stuff, especially if they're brought in halfway through what's halfway through the game's launch. But by the way, guys, here's a new way to go and do. So you've already spent the sixty quid on the game. You've already spent the fifty quid on the season pass, and now they're going to be getting more money out of you. Nah. Yeah. Nah. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for those special weapons drops, and it, it would be, it wouldn't be too bad. I, I wouldn't yes, really would. consider buying any myself. Um, but people can. But you know, it's a bit, <clears throat> as you've said, for a sixty, a sixty quid title, with you know, fifty quid season, like almost, almost the same again in season pass money, and they're still trying to get more out of you and don't forget these are the people that had had to lay off 800 staff uh last week which we reported on um it's making even lots though of they money. had record revenue um yeah I, I, I don't think that there's anything any of us can say kind of going forward without swearing too much about it so we'll have to move on let's move on yeah um Let's just move along. Steve, we don't we don't normally include much in the way of esports, and let let us know on the channels if you are interested in esports, and we can start covering it a bit more. But this was such a silly one that I absolutely I saw it and I was like, yes, we've got to let people know about this. What's going on with the Shanghai Dragons? Steve? I think I think this story this story sings to me as a Leicester City fan because you just start, you have to believe. Um, so yes, the the Shanghai Dragons the the worst performing team in their league uh, have no had had no wins and since the league had been since the league had commenced uh, they had now they have now beat Boston Uprising who ranked number three in the league's inaugural season um, so so a bit more on the what they've actually achieved so far so the Shanghai Dragons have lost all forty games in their first season and now they are they that they're, they're three games into this season and they have won one and lost two. So, you know, it's a massive, massive improvement for them and I will be buying a shirt and singing along in the stands because I can get behind a team like this. I really can. songs for the Shanghai Dragons, Steve? Um, we're the Dragons and we're winning. No, yeah, for the first time and we're the winning Dragons. And they just sing that on repeat. I, All the time. Right. I think Steve, Steve owns the copyright if that does get picked up by you Shanghai Dragons fans. Uh, <laughs> all of them. It's mad how you can lose 42 games on the trot, but they finally won one. I bet the celebrations in their in their little Shanghai be, Dragons team room, if they have one, are going absolutely mad. I'd have to say though, to be fair to the Shanghai Dragons, let's say this is esport. The caliber of the players you're playing against is pretty high. So you know, if you're going in there and playing 40 odd games and you're not winning one. You might be pretty good at what's going on. Those guys are outstandingly good at what's going going through. And you know, if you're forty games, having a bit of bad form, this this could be their season. I think you know it's, it's only three games in. 
and there's plenty of time still to go. It's a it's a game of two halves after all. And they need uh, to start playing long ball football and get a striker from the lower leagues that no one's ever exactly. heard of, and everyone will forget about that. Exactly, exactly. That's that's all they need to do. Wait, are we? We're still talking about Leicester, right? I think I think we are talking about Leicester now. Who right. did actually manage to win the league? So well done, Leicester. How many years yeah. ago was that, Steve? It was three, it was three, it was it was 2016, and it was the greatest year of my life. Is um, that is that because something good happened, or was it be- just because Leicester won the Premier League? Pretty much because Leicester won the league. Leicester won the Premier League, and I went to Vietnam. Oh, that yeah, that was a good year actually. You left the country; it was brilliant. Um, <laughs> um, I think that's just about. I mean, we did go through the um, uh, the gaming charts, good old gaming sales charts, uh, and it's always good to see some new entries hitting it hard in there. Although they have not read Dead Redemption two off the top spot again. It did recover though. It went all the way down to like fourth or fifth, and then got way back up to first last week. So we'll see what it does. Uh, if the others are just a, a flash in the pan or not. And of course, that, because of, because of the way it runs, those come through kind of the day after we record, actually, we get the uh, the charts through. So we'll have more there, which will include next week uh, things like Anthem, so we can see how well that's done. Which I will be get the feeling that they've done pretty well. It'll be interesting, certainly. Um, but that is the roundup of the news, and we've gone through our opinion. Uh, so it can be no other time, of course, than for us to strap into our flight suits, get the anaconda out of the station, and jump right into discussion dangerous. Approved for access. Please land on pad 07. The Federal Intelligence Agency has uncovered evidence that Zlotter Federal Holdings funded an illegal outpost from which a portable nuclear weapon was recently stolen. It's believed that one of the faction's members also arranged the theft, which resulted in the massacre of personnel working at the outpost. An independent journalist has claimed that Lady Talitha Ambrose has associated with the secretive gambling circle Joker's deck. It was proposed that the Ambrose Foundation's bankruptcy may have followed a poor series of wages from the missing heiress. A supply complaint to increase security in the Marope system has concluded successfully. The Atlas Research Group has arranged for military supplies to be delivered, reassuring the local populace of their ongoing protection from the Thargoid threat. In other news, the defence contractor Prax Incorporated has denied accusations that it failed to comply with industrial safety regulations. CEO Lucina Prax dismissed the claims and stated that her company is working on a new weapons system following a record financial year. A personal rivalry between two military leaders has erupted into open military conflict in the Drevlingada system. The individuals concerned, General Kendrick and Marshal Cooper, have each asked the galactic community to provide them with support. The fuel rats may have completed their most audacious rescue yet. For Commander Deluvian, who has been stranded for three months, they live-streamed the rescue of the plucky commander who tried to sail as far as he could beyond the edge of the galaxy. For those seeking a new wallpaper, Frontier have released 24 new wallpapers in high resolution. These are available now on the official forums. Elite Community Meet tickets have now gone on sale at a price of £20 per ticket, with £18 added to include dinner reservation in the hotel. Join in for Retro Corner, console and PC gaming, as well as VR and the usual charity event and auction. 
New on the Frontier store, Predator paint packs are now available for the Mamba. At around £3, the pack includes blue, crimson, green, lime, red and teal paints. The digital hot rod effects for the Zorgan Peterson Mamba. And finally, not strictly in-universe, but commanders may be happy to hear that the galactic intern Edward Lewis, who left the Frontier office at the end of January, has announced his new home in the Bethesda offices as the European community lead. Well, it's an absolute, an absolute scalp there for Bethesda. They're very lucky people indeed to have uh, to have Ed going over there. He was, of course, if you didn't know, the uh, the lead community manager uh, over at Frontier, and uh, he's popped off there to Bethesda, uh, who will hopefully be hearing more from for both Fallout seventy six and Starfield. If you're interested in Starfield, while you're here, um, we have set up a new community group for that, which is open uh, and accepting members now we will be sharing all the news that comes out and of course all the hopes and dreams of us sci-fi fans as we move forward um, so we heard the predator paint packs are available those are available for all platforms of course but going on via your own platform store so obviously if you're on the xbox or playstation you do need to be buying through the kind of in-game links rather than going to the store on a pc um very good news for the fuel rats to have been able to finally rescue this stranded commander, uh, who yeah got to the edge of the edge of the galaxy and then um, and then tried to just keep on flying, bless him, and uh, and run out of um, run out of fuel. So fuel rats ho. Um, other than these things, I don't think we've really got much to go through elite with at the moment. We're still waiting for new announcements. Mm. We'll be on those um, as soon as they. I'd like to add to. Looks like on the fuel rats, or like trying to ponder for a moment at what point did Commander Deluvian think this isn't this wasn't actually a good idea? There is nothing out here because to just keep it's, flying, it's he must have had record. something in mind. But it's, it's going for the it's 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 going for the going for the furthest distance that somebody's dropped the mug or something like you know the furthest trip yeah, he was going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he got got out to a star on the edge of kind of of the galactic plane and. And then just tried to fly from there. I can't imagine it was very exciting for him, but we'll see if we can get a, a message or two for him uh, from him for the uh, the podcast next week to see exactly what he was thinking. Um, but the fuel rats, as ever, have been absolute champs. Uh, <clears throat> going out and get them, and they've had to um, they've had to kind of do the same thing that um, the UK had to do to get Vulcan bombers uh, during the. Um, uh, not Falklands. Vietnam. Why have I got Vietnam War in my head? Falklands War. Because you were there, man. I was there, man. Um, yeah, during the during the Falklands War, the UK had to do something very similar with Vulcan bombers and the refuelers just to be able to get them over there. So the fuel rats had to do the same with having refuel rats for the refuel rats for the refuel rats uh, just in order to get anybody there. Uh, but they've done it and everybody's happy and I know the commander in question is probably got quite a sheepish grin on his face at the moment um it's also been confirmed that um frontier will be attending elite community meet as well uh, of course as ever they're not there in kind of an official capacity so they're not going to be there specifically to answer questions or give panels and things like that um, but the community team are going to be there uh, as well as sally morgan moore who is uh, one of the product product managers for Elite Dangerous um, and I know Will's going to be there and of course he took over as the lead community manager so 
Um, all the lovely, lovely people will be there. Um, Kate Russell's usually there from BBC Click. I know she was on the opposite team last year while I was on the the Cambridge team uh, who lost horrifically at Universally Challenged. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's it for all the elite news this week. Um, Pretty much. Does anybody have any other business? Um, I think we've already mentioned the Starfield community. Um, please look out for our Apex Legends community if you haven't already joined. Um, that's that's ticking along nicely. Um, I think, apart from looking forward to more clips and videos of me playing Apex or Anthem, because mm. now I've, I'm remembering to do it, so there will be plenty of them. Yeah, and other than that, um, keep an eye out. If you see me on Mixer, it's probably going to be on uh, Astroneer. So if you fancy coming along and having a look at what all the buzz is about, um, yeah, feel free to join in. Um, I think that's it from me, from my side. Well, it's all from me and it's all from them. So uh, I guess it, all that's left for us to say is fly safe and we'll be back with you very, very soon. Bye.